0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Intellectual Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Dawson. And this is episode 156, where Kristen, Naomi and I sit down with Sam Diego. This will be the first of two episodes with Sam. Uh, our conversation with him was so enjoyable. It just kept going and we didn't want to stop. So here is Sam Diego talking about his charity work, his acting work and just life in general, as we often do on The Intellectual Podcast. It's a really great episode. Sam is an incredibly cool guy, and Naomi and I were extremely pleased to have a chance to sit and chat with him and finally get him on the show. So here it is, Sam Diego on episode 156 of The Intellectual Podcast. Talk hard and enjoy the mindgasm. The Intellectual Podcast Starts now. Welcome back to the Intellectual Podcast. I'm Dave Dawson. We're here at Hooley's Irish Pub. I'm sitting here with Kristen. Hey. Hey. And uh, we've got a very special guest with us today. None other than San Diego's resident pirate. <laughs> Sam Diego, Sons of Charity Sam, thanks for joining us
1: Welcome aboard, welcome to my office <laughs> this got, is cool. It's
2: got your name all over I, literally. literally, and my DNA Which we can't get into right now yeah,
1: Pre-show here. discussion We're here, because
0: yeah. this is where Sam wanted to talk Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah.
1: Thanks for throwing that out
0: <laughs> this is where Yeah, because he otherwise he's
1: in trouble Because you you don't drink, right? Yeah,
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah and everybody knows I don't drink But I spend yeah. an awful lot of time in the bars I
2: know, well, welcome to Kristen <laughs> 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 We'll
1: be deconstructing the BMs later. We yes. we, we
0: literally yeah. are opposite sides of the coin. Yeah, which is much. why
1: the this recipe works on the show. <laughs> it does. Yeah, it it does. two sides it of the works. coin. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So how you doing, Sam?
1: I'm doing fantastic. Uh, I I don't even know where to begin. I'm honored uh, to be on the show because I have nothing but high respect for the both of you and what you guys do. You know, in the film community. Uh, oh, thank you. you know, thank you. I'm just kind of like on the outskirts looking in. Um, and just, I mean, I'm always impressed with what you guys do and your work out there. Well, you're,
0: you're a bit more than on the outskirts looking in. I've seen some pretty, uh, awesome costumed, mm-hmm. uh, sets oh. with you. Mm-hmm. They have nothing to do with the pirate. <laughs> oh. oh, You're part of, you're part of Zero. Yeah. Them
1: all. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited. Uh, Zero Dawn of the Dark Lighters, uh, which is in pre-production. Um, actually literally in pre-production, uh, Doug Jones, who a lot of people may know from Guillermo del Toro's work mm-hmm. uh, came on board mm-hmm. and has recorded the his parts for the voice of Zero. I hope I'm allowed to talk about that part. I think that's uh, sure, we all it's yeah, all over knows. the, yeah. the Twitter sphere and Facebook and you know the interwebs. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, one of the coolest moments was being able to meet him after he recorded his 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 uh, his voice over work uh, for for the droid Zero. Um, and we, we got to hang out with him at the, uh, uh, the Horton Grand uh, Hotel there. And he has these ginormous spindly arms and hands. And he greets you by cupping your head <laughs> <laughs> and squeezing your face. And, and he's just the sweetest man alive,
0: you know. And I, I would hope so. I don't think you can get away with. Well, that luckily, kind of right. want. well, exactly. William,
1: William <laughs> Wall, the, the, the director behind and, and writer, who uh, wrote the movie and, um, warned me ahead of time, and he said, "You need be, you need to be at this meet and greet for just the cast and immediate crew." And uh, but I'm warning you, he he will greet you a certain way. Don't freak out. He just, that's just his way. He likes to. F- it's like he's like he's, he's blind. blind. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. See, you know what I mean? And um, well,
2: that's because he's like four feet taller than everyone. Exactly. So like, Who are you down there? Yeah, <laughs> he, and and so.
1: William said that he 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 specifically had mentioned that he wanted to meet the guy playing Jagger, the the the, the role I was cast in, um, because he really dug the character and from what he had read in the in the script. Uh, and so when I, you know, met, that was quite the honor for somebody that's never done anything yet ever. And William originally this was kind of like a cool little walk-on role kind of thing. I didn't ask to be a part of it, but um, William was. I don't know if it was because of the stuff he saw that I did as the pirate with kids in hospitals, or the energy that he saw when I would do certain promo videos and stuff. Uh, he just wrote the part around me. And, well, I've seen the promotional and, images
0: of you in costume. And yeah, you've, you, you've got a great look. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of
1: a tip of the hat to the old um, to the old silent film era. So there's this kind of, mm-hmm. you know, with the costume and some of the makeup and. You know, so it's it's really cool, and plus, I already wear the eyeliner as the pirate, so that actually went right in with with this as well <laughs> because works. of the whole silent film era oh, thing yeah. uh, that that he does. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to be a part of that. Uh, we're going to be filming a very uh, a very key scene. That's all I'm allowed to say as a teaser. Uh, the first teaser that went out was nominated at the San Diego mm-hmm. Film Awards. Um, I've, I've never heard of a teaser being nominated for a for an award, which is which says a lot about. The quality that is going behind this production uh, which just featured the spaceship and, and a voice over narration of what so you know this scene that we're going to be filming pretty soon here we filmed in the desert um, I did check in with William as far as what I was allowed to say and all I can say <laughs> is that we're filming in the desert uh, it's, it's, a, it's a very important key scene that kind of sets the tone for the character in the movie and whatnot. but uh, that's going to be as a teaser you know to try to you know, recruit some more support for the film and whatnot. So, so yeah. So, I guess you're right. I'm not just, like, on the outskirts anymore. Not anymore. No, you're in it I'm a parasite now. <laughs> you know. We're
0: all parasites. Yeah. No, this
2: is a symbiotic relationship. No, I okay. like that. That's Thank what you. the
0: parasite always says. Yeah. To the host. <laughs> Quiet. <laughs> Did you not just, see the movie Alien? Come sh- on. Sh- just go with it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Oh, God. I'm crying. I'm crying now. That's good. That's good. Speaking of the film be you sure worries. you don't drink? Because you're hilarious right now.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm a reformed Give this maker. man another Guinness, please. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. You drink through osmosis. The more you drink, the drunker I get i like that i like that ah, i like that uh you interviewed me at the film awards yes yeah, yeah. that was that was uh, really nice thank you really nice being thank interviewed you. by you you did it you, you have a really nice red carpet presence appreciate
1: that i have the memory of a goldfish that's fine, literally though. that's all you need you on asked, the red carpet you asked me <laughs> you only have to know about me for I 20 did. seconds wait and then we're where coming. are we again <laughs> yeah exactly <You> just, <laughs> just keep swimming. who are you just keep swimming yeah, there we go. yeah that's why that's just there just keep swinging. <laughs> no um well i mean that that red carpet interviews where I, I was i was honored to do it again for i think the third year in a row blue carpet interviews oh blue carpet yeah, yeah, yeah. thanks to a uh, vodka uh, no problem thank you blue ice vodka the blue yeah thank you um but but yeah I, this yeah. podcast sponsored by blue ice vodka <laughs> yes and and 8 mango splash <laughs> right uh, well and wait BMs. we didn't talk and a about good BM. That. <laughs> but um yeah i well i knew i knew you know a bit about you yeah, compared to some of the other people i was just kind of they were thrown at me, and there's an assistant to the side saying, okay, this person, blah, 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 And then I'm like, really, 30 seconds to absorb that? And so I just kind of went with, like, pretended I was meeting them in a bar, and we're just kind of shooting
0: the breeze, you know? Well, you like. know, we cover we cover red carpets up mm-hmm. in Hollywood and stuff periodically. I've
1: seen that. You guys are awesome. And
0: Thank yeah. you. You yeah. yeah. don't know Thank anything you. about the people. No, nothing. <laughs> <But> Especially
2: <laughs> me. I was like, I was going to Dave, like, who is this person? He's like, doesn't matter. Just go. Actually, that works,
1: <laughs> honest to God, that works so much better, Yeah. yeah. You may get your little mucky mucks that say, like, you don't know who I am, yeah, you know, or exactly. whatever. But that's few and far between. Well, yeah, the, thing, yeah. the
0: thing I tell anybody who does a red carpet for us is these people are there specifically to talk about themselves. Yeah. So just let them do it. It's easy. You don't need to know anything. You just, you they're li- going to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like that infomercial,
1: set it and forget it. You know? yeah, there you go. Yeah, you exactly. Just, you just let, them, let them run with their own ball. You know?
2: And I, I realize that, you know, the yeah. more I was talking to people, they're like, this is really comfortable. Like, because I wasn't getting a sound bite, you yeah. know. Not asking them who they're dating or like what they're wearing. I was just right. like, how are you feeling today? Yeah, they're like, exactly. whoa, what? They get <laughs> Nobody asks off. me that question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: get that deer in headlights, look. like, uh, 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 all of a sudden, you, you know, throw them off. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's really cool. But yeah, I've seen your stuff, you guys. That's pretty. I, I have an appreciation for that. As I was telling you guys earlier before we, you know, hit record, uh, <laughs> was uh, I used to have a. a uh, internet radio show called Sam's Diego show and it was about revealing the hidden treasures of San Diego and beyond But it wasn't about the places. It was about people like yourselves uh, People running nonprofits people making a difference in the community um, And it was one hour a day uh, one hour show once a week uh, Thursday nights and I would balance out to feel good stories with with a live band that would come in and play something acoustic, like an up and coming band, uh, two or three of those bands have gone on to start touring worldwide now, like European tours, Australian tours, oh, that's and amazing. so it's really cool to be the first person to, you know, get to interview them and see them there. Uh, and I and coincidentally, coincidentally, <laughs> I'm not going to mention the band because I became very close to this family. Uh, uh, you know, I, that's all I'm going to say. But I got this kind of a nasty email from their new management uh asking me to take down the youtube video where i interviewed them in studio for the first time ever uh-huh. and they were saying you know the band's kind of going in a different direction so they want kind of the earlier stuff that doesn't reflect where they're going now uh you know so we have made a decision to, to to please take down can you please take that down you know as an artist, I can appreciate that because yeah. there's stuff you do that you're like, oh, God, really? Yeah, right. like, Is that still out there? But then again, if you if you don't...
0: It's part of the if, journey. If, though. if yeah. it's part of
1: the journey. Exactly. You know what I mean? You want to... There's a date that's on there. So you mm-hmm. see when that was. You see like what they looked like back then. Clearly, that's not who they are now. So I think it's important to know where you came from, the humble yeah. beginnings. We've
0: talked about that. And and, and yeah. so
1: I, I wrestled with it like, okay, I have nothing but respect for this gentleman and his band, but... You know, back then I was asked as a favor to have them on. And so to have some new management come right. on and say that, it's like it really inside me it started to make my blood boil because I'm like, you know what? Who? who first of all, who are you? Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean, I don't care if you're a big shot talent management and you now you want to erase what they were in the past. You know what? So at the end of the day, I just said, screw you. I'm not even going to answer the email. That band knows my number. I've done nothing but support them. Yeah. They need to talk to me in person if they want me to take it down. And even then, I'm still going to have to think about it because mm-hmm. that was as much for myself and our show as it was mm-hmm. for them. Well, sometimes you know? a lot yep.
0: of management doesn't even tell them. Tell oh, them yeah. Yeah, yeah. When they he's they throwing wouldn't, them around, yeah, we, they wouldn't even we, we, we. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, no. Yeah. But so, yeah, there's, there's my two cents on that.
0: Yeah. Well, I, we've talked about, mm-hmm. you know, uh, respecting your history and, and knowing where you come from. And I have... Almost every single short film I've ever shot available online, yeah, all the way back to 2000, my very first student Mm. film, is available online to watch in all its. You gotta own it, young glory. You've gotta own it. You need
2: to, and it keeps. And I encourage people to go back and watch that stuff. It it keeps you humble and it keeps you understanding and grounded to where you came from because no one just, you know, they pop out of the womb and they're great. You
1: you know, know? you know what these student films are worth from, from people like George Lucas and, and, you know, and the Mm -hmm. Spielbergs and, the you know, the cheesy eight millimeter footage of their first projects. I mean, you know, I know we can't all be Spielbergs and Lucases, but it's important to To be able to show how far you 've come, yeah, one of my favorite episodes of all time. I only had the show for about two and a half years, um, and I financed it myself through sponsorships and whatnot uh, but uh one of my favorite episodes was having these autistic children uh, that were part of this nonprofit group called Arms wide Open, and they were autistic and other special needs and originally, I was just going to interview uh, you know the guy that is in charge of that nonprofit and a couple of the kids because they were putting together a professional musical because that's how they get to express themselves through yeah. song and dance and theater. Right. Wonderful. Right. And so they were doing Beauty and the Beast. Oh. And I'm talking full-on Beauty and the Beast, the costumes exactly. And they had the, uh, I think it was at the Lyceum Theater or at that time, mm-hmm. might have been the Joan Crock Center. Um, and so I had them in studio and... You guys should check. I'll send you guys the link to that YouTube video. It's it's called Please "Arms Do. Wide Open" mm-hmm. and "Beauty and the Beast." Uh, and the second, this gentleman, this this just I think he was, he was probably sixteen, seventeen. His name was Bryce. He played the role of Beast, and they cue the music. You start, and he starts to sing. And oh, my God, not a dry eye inside that studio mm-hmm. because he let out this this. Uh, uh, tenor voice and this operatic beauty just belted out and hit every note and you would have thought you were looking at andrea bocelli you know singing this i mean he was i've seen professionals that don't hit those notes you know and and he was just went into like this mode the autism was gone for that moment you know and so that and so
0: well, you found that zone. Yeah. Autism kids yeah. have that zone where and, everything's and, and, clear yeah. for them. Mm-hmm.
1: And that was it. Yeah. You that's know, amazing. and so I, I, that's beautiful. We used to, we ha- I always had a camera guy filming our, our in studio stuff. And I, <laughs> I'm literally in a YouTube video, I tell him, keep that camera away from me right now. Cause <laughs> after he got done singing, I just was like, woo, you know, oh. you, you tear up and, and you see just how amazing that is. You know what I mean? So. They better not ever call me and say, okay, hey, can you take that stuff down?" That's our earlier <laughs> work,
2: right? <laughs> no, yeah. I didn't even know who I was. Back yeah, exactly. Then. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. everybody starts yeah. from somewhere. I love that. Oh, I love that. yeah. that's such a beautiful. Get, story. You guys will
1: get a kick out of that. I, you know, I'll link it to to. Oh, please. The, you know please the please podcast. Oh, yeah, and, and I'm sure everybody yeah. would want to hear it oh, too. God, our listeners woo! as well. It, oh, yeah. yeah, get the Kleenex out. That's all I'm going to say. And here's the link. We'll put it on the show page. Yeah, and and here's the, the other cool thing. There was like a dozen kids that packed that studio and the studio was like just literally the size of these three booths where we're at here and it was once they heard that oh they're going to do a radio show to that more kids were asking to come more. <laughs> they came in in a bus and, and I wanted them all in there and we filled Aww. them all in there and they were just so excited to. to and only awesome. two of them got interviewed but they were just all patting each other on the back and supporting the ones that were singing and they just there was like this equality you know no rivalry, no jealous. They were so supportive and it was just the most beautiful thing ever. So,
0: yeah. So you work with kids a lot.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: For the sake of everybody listening and myself, mm-hmm. um, what exactly do you do? I mean, I know you got the Sons of Charity Inc. I know you do a lot of other things too. Like, what, what, is, what is your driving inspiration for working with these children?
1: Um, well, y- years back, uh, when Pirates of the Caribbean came out, Actually, I got it since high school. Um, people said, oh, you know who you look like and who you could pass as, you know, and and the whole Jump Street thing was all the rage back back then. Yes, revealing how old I am with that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, so we're around the same age. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I, I own it, man. I own it. And so I back then, I had yeah, to, like the right. spiked hair and the earrings and everything and the ripped jeans and, you know, I transferred from a you know, private school and, and stuff. And so everybody, the, you know, the the similarity thing happens there. Mm-hmm. So then years later, fast forward to uh, Pirates of the Caribbean comes out. And I did it as a joke. Like I dressed up with this homemade costume and, you know, mimic the mannerisms and the lines. And I was asked to do it for a charity event. And actually, the reason why we're here because the original Hoolies in Rancho San Diego had a uh, San Diego East County Salvation Army food and toy drive. Mm-hmm. And there were going to be Charger players there and local celebrities. And it was called Celebrity Waiter Night. And so they were there to serve the people and, you know, be behind the bar, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, pouring pints for the people and these yeah. athletes and stuff. And and so then the owner who I had met briefly uh, found out that I, I, I did that a couple of times through this Irish bartender named Eddie. And Eddie told him, "Oh, you need to have this guy in here and dress up for the kids and stuff." And so I did. And so I kind of upped the ante a little bit with the costume. That looking back at it, I was like, "Dear God, really?" That's <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, all the I can put together. It to be. They didn't. No, and it's all about don't. how
0: you, know? you make it your own. Exactly. And then, yeah. The kids fill in the gaps.
1: that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I call it the temporary suspension of disbelief. Yep. Um, and, I love that. And and they you they disappear into that world and. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, everything, and which, which ended up g- blossoming into what I do at children's hospitals now in the oncology mm-hmm. units, especially visiting these kids and having little, delivering some pirate treasure and all that, you know, to them. And then using life at sea allegory about staying the course of your dreams. Um, certain organizations don't like you giving hope to them or being religious or whatever, uh, false hopes or whatever. And so I get around that as the pirate by mm-hmm. telling them, look, you're going to weather this storm because you've got a crew that loves you and that crew is your family and your friends and we're all here for you, you know? And so you deliver some life-at-sea allegory about weathering those storms as a crew, banding together, you know, and and then you give them some treasure. you're just
0: speaking to them with poetry. Yeah, exactly.
1: And and so you you circumnavigate in true pirate fashion around that. But it all happened for charity at that Irish pub. Mm. And so after that, I briefly, for about a year and a half after that, because I, what I did there at that Irish pub aired on KUSI News here, the local news affiliate. And people saw it. Next thing I know, I started traveling the country doing you know celebrity tribute artist gigs mm-hmm. where I was being hired by corporations to be at a red carpet or fool some of the people that, that's who was at this event or whatever. Um, and so you start doing the lookalike work and and then you start doing the whole pirate thing and That's all you know and it, yeah. it 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 is it's corporate. And stuff, I found yeah. out that that you know it, it didn't take long before I got a manager who was pretty crooked. And then next thing you know, you know I had to fire her because she you know took money. And then they started hiring hacks to to replace it who would do it for next to. Next. So I, the whole yeah. thing made me sick. And I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I'm out. And I. And much kind of like uh, you know Johnny did with Jump Street. You become a product and you get disillusioned and you sever ties. And, and so I started doing it on my own terms just for kids' charities and community events, parades. And I developed a relationship with the local news uh, affiliates promoting parades, uh, child causes, and things of like that. Then you start working with kids uh, fat, battling life-threatening illnesses. And that were, that's where I found my, my, my purpose because these kids... Are inspirations, and they inspire the the parents to hang in there when it should be the other way around uh, and that 's when I said, You know what this is where i 'm going to call home and mm-hmm. After doing that for several years, uh, I decided to start my own childhood cancer charity, and I founded Sons of Charity, uh, which is basically the name is a tip of the hat to so that show, Sons of Anarchy that was show- showcasing all the negative stuff of Mm -hmm. of bikers you know and so I said well let's do an organization that does motorcycle rides car shows concerts we use that money and we adopt families as they're going through the cancer treatment and we take over the bills that they can't afford to pay because they, one of the parents usually has to stop working. Yeah. A lot of times it's a single mom, mm-hmm. um, and, and they have nothing. You know, Your world gets turned upside down, and things that aren't covered by insurance, you, you're now on one income. You're losing your house. You can't afford to pay for your car. Groceries become a, a hardship. Yeah. They qualify for a drug trial or a certain treatment uh, for that particular form of child cancer mm-hmm. out of state, they have no way to get there. Yeah. We come in, we buy those airline tickets and get them over there. Um, today, you know, I met with two families. We're taking care of their of their mortgage and living expenses for the next four months. You know, wow. there's a lot of tears when you deliver the yeah. news that we're coming in to do that. And I'm it's hard for me not to choke up right now talking about it. But, hard for me not to you know hearing it. <laughs> you know, and you you buy yeah. them that I'm reprieve. A bastard! It's, I'm it's, not up at all. <laughs>
2: Stop it. You have it's, feelings. It's,
1: it's it's temporary relief. <laughs> yeah. But it's for them it's the world. Yeah. I wish we Absolutely. could do more, you know, but and, and now uh the reason here we are in at the Grossmont Center Hoolies, we're in Grossmont Healthcare District's backyard, which is right up the hill here, the hospital foundation. Uh they recently awarded us a grant because they've been watching the work we've been doing for the last year uh and a half. And uh, they encouraged us to apply for a grant, and we, we got it. And so now that money goes towards helping local kids here uh, in San Diego's East County where we started. And so we're able to help these families through this partnership with them. Um, and they just really love what we do. And I was recently very honored, and I feel weird mentioning it, but I mention it only because of the other folks that were awarded an honor. Uh, it was called the Grossmont Healthcare District Healthcare Heroes Award. And I felt weird being with four other winners who were uh, heart doctors, vascular surgeons, sports medicine doctors, mm-hmm. uh, a gentleman that runs a a, a recovery uh, ranch you know for drugs and alcohol and and, and a pet therapy uh, guy, and you know the amazing people doing amazing things and because of what i 've been doing as the pirate for kids in hospitals and because mm-hmm. of starting Sons of Charity. Uh, I was awarded that honor along with these amazing, you know, people. Uh, And so, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't say thank you on the air to Grossmont Healthcare District for doing that and watching out for this little grassroots organization that has now earned respect with that endorsement from the rest of the community and more people are starting to come on board because we don't raise money for research. Mm -hmm. There's already a lot of people doing that. And you don't always get to track where that money goes or how it gets divvied right. up. Exactly. And that's exactly. scary. And that's why, you know, I'm not saying that's why we don't raise money for research. I'm just saying that that's, that's that's already being covered by other people. We're boots on the ground. Exactly. Immediate assistance for the local families now. You know, the money doesn't leave the area. You know, right. and so that's so what's important. Part, so.
2: so important.
1: Yeah. <sighs> I'm so sorry. I'm like don't, just running with the stop. ball here. I got Are like you diarrhea of the mouth. No.
2: I'm sitting here like just a yeah. jaw drop. Like I'm so... I'm going to have some more Guinness. I, no, no, no. Because it it really is very close to my heart. I do a lot of volunteering. I've been an activist for years and I I volunteer as much time as I can and I haven't been able to volunteer too much. I've been volunteering a little bit with Mama's Kitchen here. And, you know, I've done
1: my homework on YouTube. Oh, already. yeah. Okay, okay. I know about this.
2: Right. And so... The um, yeah, leave the Tijuana like, incident
1: out of it. No, whoa, 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 whoa. We said
2: we weren't going to talk about that. Ay-y-y-y-y.
0: Just kidding. What happens across the border? Usually tracks back with you. Dang it. Remember.
1: Yeah. It's <laughs> in the trunk, literally. Okay, anyway.
2: Um, but no, I, I, I've worked with, I, I also worked when I was in Chicago. I was with the White Sox Volunteer Corps. We were down in the South Side, wow. Boys and Girls Clubs. Like, I've I've spent many, many, many hours down there, you know, taking the time. Special Olympics we were at, yeah. you know, at Soldier Field. Like It's just, that has a special place in my heart. I love volunteering and I love giving my time. And especially to children, it's like... It's our future. It's our, it, they're they, our future. They are inspiring. Mm-hmm. They are they're the ones that are going to guide us Yeah. eventually. And so I think it's so important to have these, not only the, the children, but the families just yeah. taking that extra weight off of them in a time right. that they can't do anything or feel helpless is so moving.
0: It's yeah. so moving. Well, I'm you know, so... It's one of those things. The parents... The parents are the ones who are going to help these kids get through. Exactly. Right? The right. kids really need their parents to be super present. Yeah. So with all those bills collecting up at mm-hmm. home, mm-hmm. the inability to pay a mortgage, to pay electricity bills, all that sort of stuff, if you can even provide three months, four months to a family where they don't have to worry about that yeah. and they can just focus on their child's needs, yeah, that's, we've we've that's come amazing, in, we've guys. actually come it's in, really fantastic. And, you know,
1: for obvious reasons, we can't. Mention the families uh, by name, obviously, to protect them. But um, via social media, you can follow their stories, mm-hmm. you know, when they allow us to, you know, share their journey, you know, uh, but without being invasive or exploitive, you know, because it's important for people to know the reality. It's harsh, yeah. but, right. And they want to tell their story. Uh, but we've come in literally, like as I said, boots on the ground just in time before SDG&E was shutting the lights off or you know, they were about to lose their, their home. They were two months, three months behind. And, mm-hmm. you know, and so we help them get caught up. And, you know, and those, you know, no groceries, You know, uh, you know, depending on families yeah. or friends to drop off food or whatever. And so yeah. to be able to give them a... You know a costco card so they can just go in there and load up for the rest of the month you know and well, so many you know, of them don't know how
0: to ask for help either
1: a lot know? of yeah this a lot so, of dads that yeah, is so like so hard for so fathers true. Yeah. i just talked to a, a, when we went to drop off the good news at a family's home i'm like totally rubbing my chest here because it's it's hard <laughs> to, to, to talk about it but um there was a father when we told him you know hey for the next four months we're going to be helping you guys out with your you know your your, your house payment and you know and he he said what what did you just say you know and he, you know he mm-hmm. and he got very emotional he goes i don't like asking for help man this has been yeah. so hard and he just kind of unloaded emotionally and i just we hugged you know like two grown men and choked up in each other's arms because it's hard asking yeah. for help you yeah. know and 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 that takes and it's not about ego no exactly you know you're whether you're a exactly. mom or a father mm-hmm. it doesn't matter you're a parent and you're you're tasked you've taken that vow you know, when you held yeah, that baby in your arms, I, you're going to, and, yeah. but like I tell them, you know, don't feel that way yeah. because we can't fight this fight for you. And it's the same thing I tell these kids mm-hmm. in that whole pirate voice, <laughs> we can't fight this for you. Yeah. But what we can do is fight with you alongside of you. If mm-hmm. you let us, Right. you know, and, and that's, that's at the end of the day, that's, that's the beauty of that circle, you know, yeah. that, that brings us all together for that fight. You know, and so, touching on the whole kid 's thing, just to do a little bit of grandstanding here and and get on my soapbox there 's a campaign and a movement called more than four that has kind of died down recently, but i 'm doing my best to kind of bring it back up locally. Um, more than four stands for uh, the three point eight percent that is set aside by our government. Mm-hmm. For cancer research, Mm -hmm. out of every dollar that is set aside for cancer research by our funds, our taxpayer money, out of every dollar that's set aside for cancer research, only 3.8 cents from every dollar goes towards childhood cancer research. Wow. That's it. Wow.
0: Where does the rest go?
1: To all other cancers, mostly adult, obviously, but only 3.8 percent, 3.8 pennies from every dollar, every tax dollar goes towards child cancer research it's horribly you know invert inverted you know it should be the other way around that's our future right you know and and without going and offending anyone out there pharmaceutical industry and you know anytime you monetize you know cures or treatments or you know you know, th- things are going to get lost in the shuffle. Exactly, and, and and we need to increase that funding now, like because there, there's there's children not only dying. You know, you know, I think it's seven kids every day die die from childhood cancer. Um, I, I may be off, but
0: but there's a whole lot more that just it's it's just, it's just
1: sad. And yeah, and I was just talking to a mom today, and that's why I was late getting here to the show. And we we got into the whole conversation and the dialogue of the secondary cancers these kids get after they become, you know, no cancer detected, NED, uh, no evidence of disease. They're not cancer free yet. And sometimes they go cancer free for three, four, five years, you know, and then a secondary cancer Mm -hmm. hits them because of the chemo that they were given.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So you think you're out of the woods and then you get a second cancer that's directly related to the... Supposed treatment that you uh, towards a cure, or, uh-huh. and so you know where are we at with that? Why are we landing probes on asteroids and using trillions of dollars for the space program? Nothing against that, because I'm a future space junk dealer in Zero Dawn of the Darklighters <laughs> coming to the theaters near you. Nothing against these the the, the 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 space program, but hey guys, you know before we spend trillions of dollars trying to colonize other planets with mm-hmm. probes, can we get a little
0: help for the kids? Well, I'd rather I'd rather see us spend a little less on bombs. Thank yeah, you I mean, in wars. I, yeah, yeah I, I, not even gonna. Go, um, yeah.
2: we're not gonna go. Into I wasn't that, even gonna go I mean, there. But yeah,
0: yeah. thank you. the space program has its, yeah. has its merits, yeah. but the, yeah. the amount of money we spend on killing people. Yeah, yeah. Wait, Let's keep. Let, this, this is this is the space, and yeah, let's keep
2: space, and then take all the trillions from wars and put them into kids too. Then all we have is children in space. Yeah, and that's awesome. Nice. That is awesome. Let's send children to space. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Probably being, that's probably not a good thing. This idea. is the part where you insert the, 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 the,
1: the theme song from Team America. <laughs> America. Oh,
2: fuck yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: you can say that here. We're a podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> oh, and Dave we're, swears we're, all the time. And we're in a pub, so that works. Yeah. But yeah, so that's that's that, that 3.8%. We need to double that. Yeah. You know, so at least. Yeah. At least. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's what kind of lights the fire under, under my keister to. To be more involved and help these families. And when you've sat down with these families one-on-one in hospital rooms or in their home, you know, it's very sobering. And you don't have anything to complain about once you hear their stories, once you meet these kids. You don't have a bad day anymore. You don't have a right to complain anymore, you know. And every every custom? time I get dragged into a dark yeah. place in my life, and recently I went through a very bad patch after some things happened in my life, and that's what eventually snapped me out of it. Was was remembering my purpose by talking to these kids and these families, and realizing I don't have a right to complain about anything, because I'm alive to be able to rectify anything going on in my life. You know, and we've lost warriors uh, in our organization who've now become angels, um, and so yeah, it puts it a sharp perspective when you realize you don't have anything to complain about. You need to be grateful every moment that you're present in the present gratitude needs to happen the second you roll out of bed that's right and it sets the tone because there's these kids that despite the question mark that's over their head they erase that question mark and turn it into an exclamation point and they're fighting wow that was good
0: where'd that come from <laughs> holy cow i, like that. I like that inspiration must be the Guinness, Guinness. <laughs> somebody please write that down yeah all right yeah, we've got to record it yeah I, you can go back and transcribe
1: hashtag trademark yeah right exactly yeah but, uh, anyways, yeah, I don't mean to sound too preachy here. No. No, no, no.
2: no. It's not you're yeah. your passion. Your yeah. passion. Yeah. Thank you. And, There's thank you. no apologies necessary for Never. the passion yeah. that you do, and especially where you're putting it. Yeah. There, please thank don't. You. I,
0: I
1: hope I'm not bringing
0: things down. I hope no. it is being passionate. No, every, every, every episode's got its personality. Yeah. And I your personality no, is thoroughly this. rooted in your heart perfect okay because
1: yeah. I was about to start telling like real cheesy bar jokes
0: I mean, we could do that too. you know you know we could do that too but yeah. but what I you know what I've heard more and more because you and I haven't had a lot of interactions no but I've heard from a lot of people in the community mm-hmm. over and over and over again how genuine and great a person you are. Wow. And Everyone loves you. Respect. You know that, right? Uh, well, you would, have a fantastic reputation in this town. And Kristen's <laughs> been wanting you on the show for months. said, wow, thank you. Oh, you yeah. Know, thank you. And, oh, yeah. And, and yeah. I, I was like, oh, I'm not ready to have Clearly someone. you haven't talked to you a know. couple of
1: wenches <laughs> in <like laughs> a certain past. You know, they would beg to differ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but uh, thank you. That, no, that means it's, a lot. It's, mm-hmm.
0: it's very much, you are very much a part of this community. Thank you. The people in this community respect you. Thank you. Um, that's something that has come across f- for me whenever your name has come up over and over and over again. Yeah. So to, to sit and get to have this privilege of wow Thank watching you. you bear your heart about these things that yeah. you're working on, it's beautiful, man. You are like. going to make me
1: cry. That, that's <laughs> the goal. All right, another- more rum, please. <laughs> more rum. We're, we're the we new are. Oprah of
0: podcasting. <laughs> wow, <laughs> oh, man.
1: No, that, 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 wow, yeah, that means but, a lot. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. It, it's yeah, I'm I'm a bit uncomfortable now. Well, um, you know, no, we, but in a good way. In, in a good way. way. We, we because see, I I don't want people to think
0: that you're doing it for the wrong reasons. No, no, you know what I no, mean? Sometimes people time think you're you're yeah. people respond to passion. Yeah, right. If you're if you're truly passionate about something, it 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 reads people read true passion. They can tell when you're full of shit. Yeah. But when oh, you're truly passionate about something, mm-hmm. it permeates everything about you yeah. and, and mm-hmm. people respond to it mm-hmm. and they generally respond to it in a very good way, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because true passion, I think honestly is rare. I think it's hard to actually find people who truly pursue their passions, allow it to engulf and envelop them and, and take over their life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with you, that's something that I see is, is very true. Like, you, you you live your passion, and it's it's a great thing, you I'm, know? I'm
1: extremely blessed to, to be here today, where I'm at, in the position I'm in, to be able to make a difference with these families, and what started off as something like being this guy that would do, you know, private parties, doing a pirate thing, you know, doing like little backyard kid parties just to make some money on the side and having fun with it to not doing that anymore and just strictly doing it for kids and with, at the hospitals and then that growing into starting your own child cancer charity and getting endorsed and being able to make a, a real immediate difference with these families. That it's a, that's a calling and I'm, and I'm so glad that, that, um, you know, I was able to kind of get away from certain things that were taking me down a a certain path that I wasn't very proud of. And, you know, having, what I call my Charlie Sheen years mm-hmm. in the very I, beginning, when you yeah. were winning, when you yeah winning, um, <laughs> not so much, uh-huh. and 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 being around the wrong crowds and being around certain temptations and things that you should have known better to, you know, because you start floating around these certain industry parties because mm-hmm. you look like somebody, and you know, next thing it turns into is Vegas trips where. You know, you're actually showing up with bodyguards because people want people to pretend that these VIP sections—that that's who's at this party—because you look like somebody, and that's where you start to start to go, okay,
0: this is weird. This is weird, weird, and
1: I'm this is not who I am, and so you you become allergic to that, and you've got other people telling you, man, if I was you, you know, I'd be getting like you know some tail every night to do, do, do. I'm like, (laughs) you know, I'm like, you know, that's just creepy and yeah. weird and some of those celebrity impersonator people i would see I, I think were scary you know because they were using yeah the whole fact that they look like somebody to do that and to me that's just right up there with you know like a, a like a child abuser or a, a you know it, yeah it's just I mean, I hate to equate that. I shouldn't no, say that, but, no, 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 but it's, these were people little, who were trying little, to. It's a little rapey. I'm not. It, it is. Mind. You know what? That's the word I was looking for. Rapey. Yeah, and I've never heard used that one before, but that's very much it. Yeah, these were there were certain people that that would try to use that to try to you know you know, and and that's just uh oh, yeah, it's, yuck. And so I got the hell out of Dodge and yeah. and kind of went away for a while, um and and kind of reinvented the whole. Thing and decided to go by Captain Sam Diego, you know, because I was born and raised in San Diego and took that character that's famous for always trying to take what you can, you exactly. know, Exactly. give nothing back and taking that quote and saying, take what you can and give it all back, you know, to these yeah. kids, you know, and, and, and so that became the, the motto. And, you know, and so now here I am fast forward where you're known more for being that local pirate. And thank God it's finally, oh, captain sam diego and now you're known as that and not some you know somebody from from the disney movie which i get asked religiously when i meet people have you ever met johnny depp you know no i haven't uh i've actually bumped into producers that have worked with him when i was at amoeba records shopping for for cool vinyls Mm -hmm. uh when i was up there for a friend's wedding uh, who, ironically, that friend was an extra in the first and third Pirates of the Caribbean movie. <laughs> <laughs> and he's actually in a in a really cool tribute band uh, that he started uh, with his now wife. Um, it, it's a No Doubt Gwen Stefani tribute band. Nice. They're called No Duh. And <laughs> so they are actually endorsed by the band. Oh, Gwen yeah. and the band have shown up at their concerts that they've done in Orange That's County. and awesome. And actually gone on stage with them. Um, they have been <laughs> featured on on cable television at the Whiskey A Go Go for Battle of the Tribute Bands. Um, cool. They've traveled the world. They've visited the troops. Uh, so EJ, Heather, if you're listening, uh, shout out to you guys. Love you guys. They've become friends, even though we don't get to see each other all the time. Mm. Um, I brought them down to San Diego for certain events, and they've played, and they've rocked it. People will dance the entire concert because they go through the whole catalog of, of the No Doubt music. And they act out the whole breakup. She's going solo thing, uh, and they do <laughs> That's this. Awesome. The banana song comes out, and they usually recruit people from the audience or friends to wear this banana suit, which I've done like four times.
2: <laughs> and yes. while they're
1: singing bananas, oh, you know, gosh. you go up there and you're dancing around in this banana suit. You know, you're so, literally going bananas. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 really cool, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I you know. I had a one of his producers come up to me at Amoeba Records and he walks up to me while I'm flipping through catalogs and stuff and he he walks up and he just starts on a long conversation with me while I'm sitting there. <laughs> uh, and it took about a minute for him to realize that I'm like looking at him with this confused face, he goes, Oh and, and I and I will say this, I was wearing a fedora and I was wearing my prescription glasses. So yeah. But I for the record I my grandfather wore fedoras, my dad wore hats and I do too. Um, but he walked up and starts a full on conversation, and then I said no. And the, you know, he goes, "Oh, sh- you're not Johnny, you know? Yeah. Can I snap a photo of you? Yeah. He goes, I'm gonna send this to him. I'm like oh, whatever. So that was <laughs> that's that pretty flattering, and, and you know. So then you know, big, there's worse things in the world than being compared to that. But I don't do the mimic thing. I, I, I'm, I'm my own person. You know. Yeah, you look like him, so sometimes you embellish your look because it helps the kids or it does certain things. Yeah. So it goes with it, you yeah. know. But I don't ever. Try to pass myself off of him, or try to say, you know, because there's a danger with that. Obviously, with what's yeah. happening right now in the news. Exactly. I and wasn't I, gonna say, uh, but yeah, that's
2: that's what happens. You yeah. know, uh, you know. When Put you, your hand down, Sam. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> Sam does not endorse that. Yeah, at all.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, he so was yeah. waving. That's what yeah, he was. That's ch- what I was saying. I was, waving. <laughs> yeah. I was Hailing a cab. That's what Th- he was. That's going. all he yeah, was. San Diego. There's yeah. no cabs here. <laughs>
2: Good try, though. Yeah.
1: But, uh, but yeah, so now it's it's literally all about the kids, you know.
2: Yeah. So. That's got to be hard. You know, it's got to be different. My mom's name was Jerry Garcia. Wow. Yeah. So sure. she, I mean, growing up, I had to deal with, you know, anytime the the Grateful Dead was touring, you know, and we were around a huge venue in Chicago, they would, you know, camp out in our lawn and steal our mail they would call are like two in the morning yeah they'd be like hey man i thought you were dead and she's like can you please stop calling here we have children like <laughs> so
1: they literally took the, like the address and they like stopped yes, Like, so d- yes
2: exactly That's and so i mean it was fine man. yeah deadheads wow. are weird okay so they're all like dropping whatever drugs and stuff and oh yeah my my mother actually she had a lot of patience for it and she was okay with it up until she drew the line at like she came out and they had drawn a huge pentagram on the front of our <gasps> lawn. They were gonna Whoa. do a seance to like bring Whoa. it back. She was like, All right, that's it <laughs> like you guys got to go. She should
1: have just came out and said, okay, I'm here. All right, I'm here. <laughs> I came back leave? as a woman. I'm a woman. You know, and then I'm throwing you guys out. Exactly. Get off of my lawn. Go eat something. You
2: get jobs. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, stop. So it's <laughs> it was always. Yeah, take a shower, please. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was always wow. hard for her because having that name, even though she didn't, obviously she was a woman. She wasn't yeah. a man and she wasn't a deadhead. You know, she wasn't a hippie or anything. Well, she used to be, but. She was a hippie. But it was hard for her. Sometimes she loved it because she would do, you know, if she was on the phone, she was like doing sales or something. People love that. Yeah. You know? And so I think she embraced it, but she never used it to her advantage in a, you know, an unbalanced way. No. But it's it's difficult because then you're in someone's shadow all the time and you're not your own person. And so that was really, that was always something that was really interesting for me, Yeah, you know, because I was around it, but I didn't have to live it. Yeah. you know and so half her life she was a, she was a Johnson first and then became a Garcia because she made it right. in and I'm like mom you never wrote that down like you weren't like oh Jerry oh, and Jim funny. like you didn't write <laughs> like you didn't think about your last name and all she's like no I never thought about it so you know you it's completely different because yeah. you actually I mean you physically look like him oh but when I see you I see Sam thank you I don't see hence, hence why the I whole heavy see,
1: branding of Sam Diego I thing. see Sam you people know, go is so, that really your name well you know, I don't have a middle name. Truth is, really? I don't have a middle name. Wow. So you gotta being get one. Of those. They work San- for people. Just being saying. born in San I've Diego, I, when I went into radio, mm-hmm. it became like a middle name. So when people say, "Is that really your name?" Mm-hmm. I say, "Yeah, Sam Diego Mejia is my last name." So mm-hmm. inserting that, I said, "Yeah, that's that's it's kind of my middle name," and I always say, "Kinda," but now it's to the point where. The branding has taken in and, and people associate it that way. So now it's time to actually do the official name change. You're going to legally change you know? the name Sam Diego? Oh, absolutely. Do I mean, it. It's, it's, already, yes. it's already there. Yes. do it. You yes. Know? Sometimes, it was, like I was telling you, the, 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 like those little awards and stuff that you get for doing stuff in the community, it'll say Sam Diego or Sam Diego, me, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of cool. So I'm like, you know, it, it, it needs to happen, you know. So mm-hmm.
0: – you're here to hear first, folks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're welcome. <gasps> that was his name. He's liar. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was too good. I knew it was too
2: good.
1: You know, he told us it was his real name, and I said, "Kind of my middle name." You know. Kind of. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like trouble.
2: You know. You know.
1: Exactly. <laughs> or what was that, Austin Powers line? Danger's my Dangerful middle name.
2: name." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Austin yeah, <maybe>. Danger Powers, <laughs> kind of. <laughs>
1: oh god I'm so glad I'm here with you guys this is so cool <laughs>
0: can I come back can I come back of course oh god this yeah. is so anytime awesome anytime you got an event coming up or anything you want to yeah. talk about yeah,
2: please first... let us know also I, I I know I can probably speak for Dave on this if you ever want the intellectual involved oh god with Dave. any of your events please let us know
1: you know what would be awesome at our next event is have you guys do like a live podcast from there and you talk to people that are there yes supporting yeah, the event. Love to do that. why they're, they're there absolutely you know, wow so you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> the intellectual podcast is is now officially a community partner of Sons of Charity Inc. Yes, so, so there like the it is. Now we get matching tattoos. Yay!
2: All yes. right, I'm in. You can do that, right? <laughs>
0: I'm a new tattoo.
1: Yay! You can do that. All right, good. Done. Good. Oh,
0: this is gonna be great. Yeah. <laughs> right.
2: Can we podcast while we're getting tattoos? You know what? That's I a have idea. a ta- my One of my we should, best. We
0: should film it. One
2: of my
1: best oh,
0: friends
2: yeah. is is
1: a tattoo artist and he's actually done all the work that I have on me. Um, tease, tease. Uh, so, so, uh, Pictures coming later. Some of which I can actually show you on this podcast. Oh, hey now. <laughs> yeah. There's a few people out there that that still are... It'll come to you. <laughs> It'll come to you. Just wait wait for it.
0: There it is. Yeah, there, I knew oh, it. There it is. Yep, They're sitting yep, there in front of yep. the dashboard going,
1: oh, okay. Is I feel that, like an idiot. In LA of,
0: traffic. In, is that because of location you know. or content? Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> both. Both. You know. both yeah. Kind yeah. of. It's, it's kind of like <laughs> a, uh, you know, speaking of the whole pirate JD thing, he actually told his joke, I think it was on Letterman, when he did Donnie Brasco, uh, the movie, and, and with Al Pacino, and he shared this joke, and I tell that joke, I don't... I I, I'm more of an improv guy. I can't memorize jokes to save my life. Mm-hmm. But that one I have used at parties, at corporate events, you know, um, at children's <laughs> hospital, <laughs> Be- because it's it's freaking what hilarious. Service? And 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 the reason it's being told in this voice because apparently Al Pacino would torture a lot of people on set with the same joke repetitively over and over and over. And so when Johnny was 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 telling uh, David Letterman. Uh, the joke he went into full on Al Pacino And he goes Goes like this Hey John John come here A skeleton walks into a bar Or is a beer And a mop That's it <laughs> That's it That's, it. that's, that's the joke <laughs> You did, No No Wait for it Wait for it I get it <laughs> A skeleton walks into a bar, orders a beer...
2: Oh, I get it right and get right through you. Apparently, apparently,
1: Pacino would howl. He would howl (laughs) at this at his own joke because people were just staring at him, and (laughs) and he would just (laughs) and he would torture people. And so, uh, yesterday or two days ago, I was at Slater's Fifty Fifty at Liberty Station with with Scott Slater, the guy who started all six restaurants, and and Clint August from KGB, and we were all there uh, promoting you know uh, uh, an event there. And and I, I was telling that joke to this little kid that wouldn't leave me alone. Um, and his little little you know he was like high strung. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he was hopped up on something and <laughs> had, had missed his shot that would equalize him. Um, and so uh, he wouldn't leave me alone. And so uh, for whatever reason, he just kind of like latched on to me. And there wasn't many kids at this event, but but it was during the day. It was really cool. But I, I so I finally took. Give him something to noodle on and calm down a little bit. I told him that joke. In the voice? and Yeah, in the voice and everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and, you know. And so I told him, I said, hey, kid, a skeleton walks into a bar, orders a beer and a mop. And he's like, I don't get it. I don't get it. And he started just yelling. He started, he was angry. He became angry, oh visibly angry, and starts yelling to his yes, dad. Yes, he starts yelling for yes. his father to come help, and his dad probably thinks that I just did something to this kid. And I'm going, oh, great. Here come the cops. You know, dad walks over, obviously knows his kid very well, Um, and he's like, what, what? You know, he goes, leave this man alone. He goes, no, dad, dad, a skeleton, bar, Uh beer mop, mop. <laughs> what does it mean what does it mean and the was, I don't know you figured it out and he walked away you know <laughs> so, oh my god it took about 10 minutes and the, he, went, he was like polling the crowd there trying to get them to tell him what does this mean they were confused because he butchered the joke by that time finally this one old soul that was there a beautiful man says to him kid kid a skeleton beer Mop.
0: Oh, so he, he comes back so excited. He was
1: over the moon that he had closure. He can now go to bed. I, I can give you know. four
0: kids. That he are was going to hear that joke. Later he was, yeah. Oh yeah. So his
1: dad was very thankful because apparently that tired out his brain, and it was a quiet ride home. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. you're welcome. You're welcome, Dad. Yeah. Wherever you are. Yeah. Oh my nah, god. That's a great thing. Yeah. 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 So there's. <laughs> this is like the coolest thing i've ever done by the way and i've I've only had one guinness this entire time yes we
2: need to get you another one yeah no but i'm just saying that that one more hour let's go
1: alcohol has nothing to do with the laughter we're having here honestly there's less
2: alcohol in that than a bud light you're good
1: than a glass of milk i found out
2: whoa whoa what i think yeah why is there so much alcohol in glasses of milk right
1: Milk, it doesn't body good, man. Milk. Oh, that's, where that's they what it is. get that That's right. that yeah. why I stopped drinking yeah. milk. Yeah, see? There you go. So, yeah, th- thank you guys. Remind this me to awesome. drink more milk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. I can't. Hold on. Bar wench. <laughs> <laughs> I think they forgot about us. They did. Yeah. We're, Gosh, we're now, did, we're now in their the loud ones in you the corner. You notice they haven't, like, booked anybody here in these tables next to us. We have, like, the whole wall. To ourselves <laughs> yeah very intimidating with headphones and microphones and yeah, yeah that has my dna on it well yeah. and they're, yeah. they're really pissy about
0: uh, about <laughs> naomi's uh, food order too <laughs> oh,
1: you know i, so I think she's pissy with her food order because it's still there she's eating with a wooden fork for starters it's bamboo oh bamboo fork it, it's wood and i see what looks like uh, drowned rabbit food it's spit um, <laughs> It's, with, it's with, delicious to with, eat,
0: It's actually it's, really it's good a What is it?
2: It's spinach Oh spinach it's, it's sauteed okay. spinach and garlic With lemon
0: Come on sailor You with should bem- know what spinach <laughs> looks like <laughs> 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 How long <laughs> do you think <laughs> <laughs> Oh
2: <laughs> <laughs> I am what I am
1: Okay yeah. <laughs> Hello Olive
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bluto
1: <laughs> Oh man Wow Rest in peace Robin Williams Brought <laughs> <the laughs> Popeye Idol Oh life. such a brilliant oh, performance yeah. Yeah. I loved oh. his Pope He He's one of my comic idols Oh Ever since I was a kid Oh me too I just I tried to imitate his stand-up uh, in elementary school. Didn't go over very well with the teachers. But but yeah, God, what... I a, looked what, forward oh. to
0: anything that man did, including all his dramatic stuff. Mark and stuff. Mindy. Oh, the, and the dramatic movie. stuff. Good and yes, please. intense Death to Smoochie? Yeah.
1: Like, so Death good. What it's was the society. one where he loses his wife? It was really dark. Oh, oh, what Dreams um, May Come. What Dreams
2: May Come. Oh, my, oh my top top I just got chills. I love, love show. that movie.
1: Not to be all about conspiracy theories, which I love, but... No, let's go into that. That movie... Has some hidden blood curdled, like like hairs on, on your arms will stand up in the back of your neck um, and other places. When you find out, there's certain things, number-wise, um, that happen in that movie that match up almost in a weird way with the way he his last day happened and like, I, I'm not even going to get into it. Just look for it on YouTube and it, it's kind of like, Whoa, did something get foretold? Mm -hmm. You know, the whole, you know, suicide thing and, you know, and then the way he, you know, Oh, but what a tragic loss, tragic loss and, and a wake up call for us to help people, you know, facing certain life threatening or life affecting illnesses, uh, and Mm -hmm. depression, you know, yeah. which is something. Well, he you know, battled the
0: depression for years. Yeah, being bipolar. Yeah, then, and to then be facing what he was facing. Yeah. It, well, and it he just was made him. You know, he's alcoholic
2: uh, and he was a drug addict too. Yeah. And then and so
1: you and almost then, wonder if that well, you know kind al- of <laughs> he became an alcoholic and a drug addict. Right. Because he was
0: trying to counter exactly. The bipolar. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But to then be facing the potential of losing his and losing then Parkinson's. That wit and yeah. Oh, speed that he had in his head. Oh my It must have just been. I so mean, it's really
2: me. important too. Uh, people, especially with comedians, mm. people need to be watching them the most. Oh, our high, yes. Our highest because rated
0: episode of this podcast, by the way, was our Robin Williams tribute.
2: Wow. Wow. These are the people that comedians are the darkest yes. people. Comedy comes from a place of pain. Yes, it does. You're making fun I'm of your life, other people's lives. I've, I've told Self-deprecation. This, deprecation no wonder the whole I'm thing. not yeah. funny. <laughs> they are cutting themselves literally yes. from yes. the inside. Absolutely. And so I, you know, I know this too. I do stand up. I do improv. Right. You know, I've been around comedians. I've dated them. You know, I've I've been in that world, and it's so funny on the outside, but on the inside, it's completely right. opposite. They're trying to give funny because right. they can't yeah, find it's that. It's happening. a release. Very and it's, it's very much it's therapy. not everyone. Obviously, More it's not everyone, inside. and and it's a process too. Some people, it's harder for other ones, and some it's easier. But
1: but it's no accident that that some of the most brilliant ones. Coming from that place, that yeah. you can, you know, there's, there's no denying that there
2: is no, no brilliant that. comedy without pain. Nope. I will say that till the day I die. Yep. yep. And that's it's true. That's a beautiful thing that mm-hmm. you can use that well, and like, focus it's that, that, that energy. Great synergy. You know, in life.
0: it's the yin and the yang. Exactly. You can't Have one without the other. Exactly.
1: No. no and, and and I've probably like two, maybe three times at the most I've ever taken a small little stage with some friends who are comedians, mm-hmm. uh, and I've I've tried it out, but. I can't do material. I'm more of an improv person in the moment, you know, as yeah. things happen. But having like a little general thing to go off of, and then going up there and just feeding off the crowd, you know, it's I, I it's the equivalent of a, uh, of, of, of the Colosseum in the Roman days. You know, you're throwing yourself yeah. in there with the oh, you're getting lions. with the lions. It, it's yeah. not, it's not an easy thing to do. And the few times that I've done it, you know. Um, It it was
2: frightening, but very rewarding. That in itself is a high. I told people, when I started doing sketch comedy when I was in high school, the first time I ever wrote my own material and performed it in front of thousands of people, and they were crying, laughing, I literally had an out-of-body experience. Wow. That was the best high I've ever had. I don't care what drug or alcohol or whatever you have, that was the best high of my entire life. And it is a high. So you become addicted to the laughter.
1: Can we call it a comgasm? Oh, yes, please. Comic, comic. <laughs> com-gasm.
0: Careful how you pronounce that. <laughs> you know, you have your mouth. Ma- That's exactly where my mind <laughs> went. <laughs> <to> intellectual <laughs> com.
2: C-O-M. Today sponsored by comgasms. Oh,
1: God. We just lost our sponsors. And they're We just lost our sponsors. Sorry, V8. Comic, comic. We'll be waiting for you. No, comic, comic. And, you know. Kind of like you know, food porn is all the rage now. Yeah, comic gasm, uh, mouth, or, uh, Well, not. Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, never mind, right. mind, never mind. Hey, you know what show, I'm talking this about. This shows a mind gasm. So yeah. yeah, there you was... go, mind blown. You know. Yeah, there. yeah. So, you know what? <laughs> 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 I'm gonna let you guys just talk amongst yourself. Feel free to talk behind my back because I'm gonna head over uh, to the bar wench. Uh,
0: <laughs> get another Guinness. And I'm gonna get, get another Guinness. Guinness.
1: Do we need a BM? Yes, and... Or, or special so special TBM. Lemon, no, lemon, lemon water. I mean more water. Special, lemon water. Special one. All right. <laughs> Captain Sam out. You've got the calm. <laughs> uh. Headphones.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure all you had is one good? I, I almost walked <laughs> off with the whole podcast. I almost
1: ended the whole podcast in one shot. Hand <laughs> down, hand down. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. Hello there, citizens. I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am the floaty that will not flash no matter how many times you try in the toilet bowl of crime. I am Darkwing Duck. Telling you, please, talk hard and enjoy the mindgasm. (laughs) Whatever the heck that means. After all, you are watching Intellectual Podcast with your ears.